Ooh, hello, and welcome to Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. <laughs> it's episode 185. I was totally screwed up. To, obviously, you, nobody can see that. Henny can see. Um, yeah, because I saw the red thing, and then all of a sudden it said Henny is recording the call. Anywho, welcome. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> it looks the same every week when we do this. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me off guard. Caught me off guard. Okay, but in all seriousness, sometimes things that look the same on one particular moment or one particular day, like something about it, like the way that you looked at it, or like the even sometimes like the lighting, and then all of a sudden it looks like it looks different. I'm just thinking, for example, if you drive a particular route. And you always drive that route and you always pass the same thing. Mm. But then like one day it's a little bit earlier or a little bit later in the day. And like the lighting looks different. And then you're like, is that always there? Was that, was that building always there? Was it always like this? And, and like the answer is yes, it was. It just, something about it looked a little bit different. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's what happened. It caught me out of the the corner of my eye. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm outside today because the sun was out. It's gone now, but the sun was out for a couple of hours this afternoon. So I had to be out here just like taking it in. So, yeah, yeah. So as as our listeners are listening to us drone on and on, they at least get to enjoy the, the lovely birds chirping in the background. Well, I don't know. Do you think people can hear that? I think when we're talking, they can't. But I think if we stop Uh, talking, uh, I think they can. And I only say that because I know for sure that Martha has said before that that she said that she really, like, in a particular episode, she was like, I just loved when I heard the birds chirping in the background. She's like, it was like I was actually there. So So I do think that sometimes the birds can be heard. Well, and and I mean, I'm I'm up on this is the eighth floor of a building and they're in the park, the birds in the trees. Um, but it's I guess that's just the sound just carries. Mm-hmm. So another this is what happened on the weekend. So on the weekend we had a road trip. So the road trip was good. Uh, we went up the north coast um, and we were going to see a particular um, archaeological site. Mm-hmm. That is the largest adobe brick site in the Americas. Mm-hmm. It's 20 square meters of buildings. And and they've only uncovered like a, a small section. Uh, but because it's very, it's two kilometers from the ocean, that over time, sand is like blown across and covered it all so they really just look like these massive mounds of sand or dirt but underneath all of these are actually buildings so when they uncover them because of the way that they were built often they knew like they wanted to be at the front of them so that the sun rose on them but then set in the back right so Uh, any of the paintings and stuff are, are like beautiful like the colors it looks like they've actually touched them up but even in the ones of the photos that I posted like that, the, the one in particular was, it looked like, um, 
like a man's kind of face. It was a spidery one. It was a big red one. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was, it had, it was a wall that they had found. It had fallen. And so it had been face down. And when they lifted it, that, those colors were as vibrant as they were, like they still are now. But some of those buildings were like 200 to 400 AD, uh, B, BC, sorry. Yeah. Like crazy, crazy. It, it is really remarkable how preserved so many of those those places are right like to be that old and to be in that great shape yeah it was it was anyways so we we had gone out there to see that and then some other um sites and um but we were in this hotel and it was a it was it was a hotel that's been restored renovated mm-hmm. and now it's a double tree and brand new six months ago so i was like beautiful inside it was like mm-hmm. my god this is this is not typical peru right. um and then at night we could hear like this like music and stuff anyway halloween night on monday mm-hmm. into tuesday morning like literally i'm up at two and like in here it's a nightclub and then at five o'clock in the morning i'm hearing you know shania twain <laughs> and i'm like what is effing happening here so i go out and i look but this i thought it was like right outside of our building right. but henny it is way across by a highway oh, and the only wow. reason i know that the music is coming for this because i can see the strobe lights and all kinds of shenanigans still happening oh wow i mean it was like they were playing it in the building that is so strange how sound can travel so well in certain like given certain parameters right like yeah and and this is in a because i said this is in a residential area but there was this massive field behind and that yeah. and it was quite expansive and but that's where it was coming from and so when we went to check out they were like oh how are things and i could hear phil you know saying something about the club and i was like oh. okay <laughs> about. anyway but they said it was particularly it's not usually that bad it was every night on the weekend that we were there like saturday sunday and monday because right. it was halloween okay okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. It was, yeah. That was less than ideal. Less than ideal. Yeah. Oh, I had an experience. We went into, we went to a restaurant and someone that Phil works with, grew, this is their hometown. So they gave a couple of recommendations. So we went to one on the beach. It was great. Um, and then we went to this other one when we were in town. And we walked in and it was full. And it was a huge restaurant. So we walk in and we, we sat down on the, where the near kind of where the bar is. So there was one table there they sat, sat. But then I had to go to the washroom. So then I had to walk up like four stairs. And then it was just like this massive room full of tables. But honestly, you know, have you ever walked into a room and everybody is staring at you? And like, <laughs> that is what was happening. Okay, but why? Why was everyone staring probably, at you? Probably because I was white. Oh, okay, okay. That's probably why. But okay. I was like, what is happening here? And I, I thought, like, maybe around. they rented that space and, like, yeah. in the middle of the I was crashing. Yeah. And, yeah. And you, like, walked up in there. <laughs> no, no, no. They weren't quiet, but they were just, like, 
everybody kind of turned. I said to Phil, all right, that was very awkward. It was like everybody. And I find people will stare and then, you know, like, I mean, I've, I've been looking at people too. And then they look up and then you look away. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's not what happens here. Peruvians don't do it. They just keep looking at me and I'm looking at them. And then finally <laughs> I want to be like, you know, like, can I help you? What do you want? You know, I don't know. I find it so peculiar. It's so yeah. weird. That must be a, a guaranteed a, a cultural thing, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had the best on the way back. So we, we got up and we were leaving. The breakfast started at the hotel at 6 in the morning. And so you know that I had to pill for lunch. Yeah, for sure you did. But we're not now. We're the only ones in the restaurant, and right. we're the first ones to eat at the buffet. Right. So everything that is gone, <laughs> <laughs> you are responsible for having taken. And it was a lot of cheese and slices of ham. Okay. But the young guy, like, get out! What? You just go walk away. Why are you standing there? <laughs> like I'm trying to steal something. <laughs> He's he's watching you so that you don't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, I did successfully pilfer. Good for you. Good and for then you. we sat at the side of the road and ate our, our ate our pilfered sandwiches. Perfect. With fruit. It's all perfect. good. It's perfect. I think I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast at some point as well, because I think we've you know, we've talked about this type of behavior in the past, but there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a friends episode where ross the character who plays ross in the in the show he's got this thing that he is absolutely determined to like get you know every cent worth of his hotel bill yeah. like he's he's gonna yeah. get everything that he can out of it and so he takes everything like he takes all of like the mini shampoos and the soaps and that like whatever is in the room that is loose he's taking it and he waits until like the minute before he has to check out because huh. he's not gonna check out a, a moment too soon and so i just imagine that episode when with you at the hotel at the well you know um, I take all of the I don't the take the I don't take the conditioner because I don't use the conditioner but I do take all the shampoos and the little soaps this stuff was really nice stuff too oh I mean, if it's nice stuff I also take it yeah. I just find that often it's not nice stuff and it so wasn't then... it wasn't the loxine one it was it was another one of those fancy things like with the really nice shampoo like Phil would get into bed at night mm, you smell so good and he's like it's a soap and I go I know because I had lemongrass and stuff in it it was oh, lovely I love it. it was super fancy pants yeah, yeah. anyway I I do like to I like to for stuff. <laughs> I mean, Phil just laughs. Technically, at me. you have paid for it. So, technically, yeah. yeah. There wasn't a sign that says everything that has to be eaten here. Okay, see, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, maybe your eyes were just too big for your stomach and then you didn't want it to go to waste. So, you took it with yeah. so I, I So, I took it in my cooler bag that I had brought down in another <laughs> bag. With my Tupperware containers. Just in case that happened. <laughs> now, like on the in off all, In all seriousness, it's, it is a lot because there's, there's very few restaurants on the way 
like places to stop. Right. And, they, and like if they've got a gas station, they're even using the washrooms there. Like, you know, Phil will go and check it out first before we know how bad is it? How bad do I need to go? Do I need to pay somebody a soul to give me toilet paper? Sometimes that yeah. happens. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So the, the trip is simpler if you can just... Um. Pilfer pack some, <laughs> pack some uh, cheese and meat slices. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Dear. <laughs> anyway, anyways, it was it was good. It was a good weekend. Listen, I was listening to a podcast today. Okay. Shocker, shocker, and it was um, we can do hard things, and it had just okay. come out today, and the title of it was um, the podcast that almost wasn't. I think is what it was called. The episode that wasn't. So anyway, they were like recording, like, like this has happened real time. So I guess when they um, have a guest, the the guest is at a different location and they have um, Glennon and Abby and Amanda have staff who are at the location in a Zoom room helping these oh. people get all set up and everything, right? Okay. Yeah, and yeah. and then Amanda and Abby and Glennon are in, a, in another Zoom room. And what happens is then they combine the rooms when they go to record. So I guess what happened was whoever their, their member of staff was that was helping the guest started messaging to say, um, like, the guest's husband is, like, this is what they're saying to me. And I feel very uncomfortable like they're get a kind of aggressive and and whatever, and so Abby was like messaging back to her, like trying to get more info. So Abby Abby makes the decision that she is going to go into that Zoom room. Anyway, okay. they didn't say who the guest was. It was a woman who they had been researching and were really excited about having on the show. Oh, but Abby went in and said, you know, I understand that, you know, um, that there's, you know, you've been speaking in a certain way and blah, blah, blah. And the woman said, oh, because is your staff member too sensitive? But anyway, she just, she said, I was just matter of fact and said, so I'll just let you know that this is not going to be happening today or ever. Um, that this is not, we don't tolerate this type of, of experience. Nobody yeah. speaks anybody within, like, this is what we're, I mean, it goes against everything we're doing. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And so they were talking about it and why, like, whether it was the woman saying, oh, and then they said, I was on insert male podcast host show and they didn't have a problem with it and we could do this and that. And she said, like, that's fine. Whatever you did, you know, that doesn't surprise me on yeah. X male person's but, podcast. But that's but, not our podcast. Correct. Correct. So oh. anyway, it, I was thinking, you know, have can you think of a time that you were in a situation where either you were being spoken to or something was happening and you were like, no. And you actually said something about it and cut it off. Because I think, if I think about myself, now I'm much more likely to do it. Yes. And I often don't do it. But there was a point in my life when I would never say a word. Ever. Yes. Yeah, I... 
it's hard to think of those things right off the top of your head, but I would agree with you 100% that I think as I've gotten older, I have gotten more and more outspoken about many things. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's still tricky, right? Like it, I, it depends on the situation too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know there have, and it, and it depends, it depends on so many different things. You know, I'm thinking of a couple of different online situations, uh, yeah. you know, you know, in a, in a Zoom room, for example, where someone says something that is uh, wrong, factually wrong and potentially offensive. And, you know, and then, and then the job is like, okay, so where do we go from here? Like, so, you know, first, first cut that person off, then read the room, like see, you know, are other people being impacted? Does something else need to be said? Do we just need to change topics and move on? Like, like that's, I think more the difficulty for me with like, Mm. you know, if, if I'm facilitating a conversation with a group of people that it's not actually my decision to be like, we go or we don't it's more like how do I manage now this like do I draw attention to this now or do we just move past it because people appear to be okay but I don't want to you know like like that sort of a difficulty yeah um I also have had uh, an online situation with uh with my students where I had, uh, where I, when this was back in, like, in the midst of the pandemic, when we were teaching uh, fully online, and everyone was, you know, you know, cameras on, and kids are, you know, speaking, and, you know, doing the whole, you know, the whole shebang from home, I did have one time when a parent, like, came on to, like, like, took over the the child's spot and was saying things that were uh yeah very mean (laughs) and 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 for me it was like absolutely important that I immediately say like I'm so I'm sorry that you're angry right now this is not the time or the place to be having this conversation this is a class full a classroom full of students I'd like to direct you to phone, you know, the principal or to, you know, like, and, and she, and she did leave. And then, um, and then the follow up with the principal and, and the followed of that actually ended up with her apologizing to me for doing that because, but, but I mean, at that point, like, it's hard, right? Because like, and, and I'm thinking now I haven't heard this mm-hmm. episode that you're talking about with, uh, with, we can do hard things, but at that point, the damage has already been done, right? Like yes. all of the kids, you know, there's like, tw- you know, 24 kids in that, you know, Google meet in that, in that room, yeah. online room, you know, all of those kids witnessed that. Right. Yeah. 
So, and I mean, it was fine. The, 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 the nasty comments were directed at me, not at other kids. So, I mean, whatever, like I have broad shoulders, it's fine. Um, and like, and it was quite like several of the students sent me messages, like being like, oh my goodness, like, are you okay? Like that was, that was awful. You know, like, but I mean, you know what, like, I just felt bad that the kids had to witness that. Yeah. Like that's, that's not fair to any of them, you know? And so, and so for me, like, it was immediately like, I'm sorry that you're, that you're feeling the way that you are. This is not the time or the place. Here's, here's where, here's the, here's what you need to do right now. Mm -hmm. So Uh, I, I wonder though, if the immediacy of actually saying something at that time has to do with you have, uh, there are kids in the room yeah versus if it had been a room full of adults yeah would it have been I mean it's certainly easy to like cut it off when there are kids right because and I think because most people aren't going to argue with that either yes that's right right. yeah um yeah but I yeah I'm I, I don't know I mean I'm trying to think like in like in person situations you know when things are said i think in the past definitely in the past if if we were in an in person situation where someone said something that uh either made me feel uncomfortable or made someone else feel uncomfortable or that wasn't very kind like i probably would have just ignored it mm-hmm. I think now if that were to happen, I think it would depend. I think sometimes I would probably say something and I think sometimes I would probably just leave. Ah, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's often, it's tricky. The thing is, is that we don't practice enough. Be- and, and And when I say that, I mean to have things that are readily available that don't sound like that sound like where you're calm when it happens because like Glennon said immediately she was just like all riled up about it like how do they speak to that person blah 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 but the problem is is that you're reacting in the same way that the person was yeah and that's not helpful no, and that's not the, that isn't the message. Like, that's not the right way to handle it. The ha- way to handle it is the way that Amanda had, which was just a very calm, matter of fact. It's we don't so, call that here. It's so interesting. And I mean, it's not really actually that interesting at all. I take that back. It's typical is maybe what I should have said. That the the person who was being called out for like speaking in a certain way or behaving in a certain way, their immediate response was, oh, but we said this or we did this on this person's podcast and it was fine. Like, yeah. don't turn this around and tell me that what I'm doing is wrong. <laughs> well, that that's the point that they were making is like, yeah. it's a justification. Like, and like so are now, you, now sorry, we, are you gaslighting yes. me, you know, on, on, on my own podcast? Which is exactly what they were saying is like, what? So now I've told you that this is where we draw our line in the sand and we don't accept anything beyond here. But now you're trying to have me push that back, like, yeah. and, and 
tolerate what you're saying. Okay, so this is semi-related. I was going to say unrelated. It's a completely unrelated story, but it, I just thought of it now as you're talking about this. The other day I was wearing, I have a shirt that says woman up on it, as yes. you know. And I do too. Yes. Correct. And so I was wearing that shirt at school the other day. And I'm in one class, a grade seven class, one of one of the classes that I really enjoy spending time with. And uh, one of the kids, there was like a, a moment of like quiet. Oh, I think maybe like two kids were a little bit slower writing something down. So we were waiting for them before we kept going. And so there was a moment of quiet. And so one kid said to me, you know, Miss Hamilton, what does your shirt mean? And so I said, oh, and so I, you know, so I explained, like I said, you know, this like expression, like, you know, man up, like, you know, if you're, if you're sensitive or if you're crying or, you know, that you just have to be like more like a man and not do that. And, you know, and why this might be a, like a, a stereotypical and incorrect thing to say, why it might be offensive. And she was like, oh yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You know? And then another kid who very rarely says anything in class ever is usually sleeping. And I don't even remember exactly what he, like where he got this from, but he was concerned that to say something like woman up wasn't okay either because he felt like he said something like, isn't it not good to say woman up because that's not equal rights either because women can say anything that they want and then they'll always get believed. Oh. And that's I, a whole other conversation well, though. And so and so I looked at him and I said, so I said and it was a question. Like he wasn't saying yeah. this is it. He was like posing the question. And so I said to him, I said, yeah. well, I said those that's a huge question and it's sort of like a couple of questions in there and I can't really give you a full answer, but I said what I can tell you is number one, men and women should be treated equally, but they aren't. And in some places in the world, they're not treated equally in a lot of different ways. And in places like Canada, in some ways they're treated equally and in other ways they're not. And I said, if you talk about like trans women and trans men, there's even more like inequality. And he was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, like, like totally agreeing with everything I had to say. And I said, but then the other part of your question where you're talking about, you know, women being able to say whatever they want to say, I said, I think that, I think what you're saying is that, you know, women will always be believed if they say that they've been assaulted or sexually harassed or raped by a man. And, and so then men are in danger of that. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. And I said, or that's what I'm asking about. He said, well, I said that I can tell you is really a false way of thinking. And, you know, and, and he was like, oh, and I said, and, you know, I said, in fact, very, very few women who are 
uh, assaulted by men ever say anything because they're worried that they won't be believed. And he was like, oh, okay. Like this was like new information. And, And he, and he was like, okay. He's like, um, and then someone else said something like, you know, but, but, oh, so then someone said, okay, but then why can women hit men, but men can't hit women? And I said, I'm like, I don't know. I said, no one can hit anyone. And so then <laughs> another guy another in the class was like, you mean, you mean like women can't hit men either? And I said, no, oh. I said, it is a, it is illegal to like harm another person. And, and he was like, all my life, I thought it was against the law for like a man to hit a woman, but I thought women could do whatever they wanted. And I was like, oh my goodness. I, I said, first of all, I love all my life. I said, <laughs> I know all my life, all my life. I'm 11, year, yeah. 11 years old. Yeah. All my life. And so I'm like, well, I said, Nope. I said, definitely men cannot hit women and women cannot hit men. Neither way. No one can hit anyone. Okay. And I I was like, so that's all we're going to talk about right now. We're going to hop back into French, but I hope I cleared (laughs) some things up for you. (laughs) It was like, it's just, it's so funny. Yeah. The things that kids are like clearly they're thinking about it right and things that they've been like they've either been told or through watching tv or right like all of these really false assumptions that these kids all had uh, like and that are important things to know for their own safety oh my god what about sex like getting pregnant do they know what's true I, I don't teach them health, so I don't know what they know. Oh my, <laughs> my my guess is probably not a lot of accurate information. Yeah, that's frightening. <sighs> I know. Anyway, all of that because I wore my woman up shirt to school. So. Wow. <laughs> but it's the thing, though. It opened a conversation. Isn't yeah, that... yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but I was just thinking about, like, just you know, having this conversation about what had happened on this podcast and you, and you saying, you know, that yeah. you have to, you know, be calm and be, you know, and, and yes. pre- you know, not even be prepared, but like sort of know, you know, what is, what is the thing that I'm going to say if this happens or what is the thing yeah. that I'm going to say if I'm in this situation, you know, like it's not at all the same thing, but it's, you know, it's, it's a, no, but, unexpected and potentially uncomfortable moment yes where you just have to be like this is this is what is true this is what is true for me and this is where we're going with this you know yeah plus the thing is henny is that you know you you know that a lot of teachers would have just been flustered by the whole thing yeah 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 but, right? but so I mean, but even though that, even though you're the French teacher, you've you've allowed them now that they, I'm sure it's big early in the year they're going to ask you some other questions. <laughs> I'm I'm sure they I'm sure they will. But absolutely, and I'm and good. I mean, you yeah. have to you have to have people that you feel like you can ask questions and get honest honest answers from, right? Well, and you also don't make a big thing about it. I remember 
remember I remember when you were teaching health one year <laughs> and you were and you ask um you know if there's any questions I think it was when you were doing it virtually I think that's okay. what it was Del. Yeah. and so then you were like screenshot sending me like just questions that kids had asked and I was like what <laughs> I can't imagine I was in grade eight and I was asking my teacher anything about what this person has just asked you about yeah. <laughs> like oral sex like all kinds of shenanigans that but I also thought it was fantastic that yeah. they felt safe to ask you those questions yeah. and you responded by saying that you were going to collect the you were getting the questions today and that tomorrow and then you went through each thing and mm -hmm. and explained what you knew because some things you were like I don't even know what the answer to that is how do I answer this but you I, took the time with instead of saying something you yeah. know later you're like why did I say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean you you just yeah you have to but you have to you have to I'm just thinking again about you know when when people are speaking to you in a way that makes you uncomfortable or that or speaking to someone else that that is that is not nice to them you know like you have to you have to be really certain about what you're okay with and what you're yeah. not okay with and you have to be confident in that in order to to feel like you can speak up right yeah and i wonder if that's why we both feel that you know as time has gone by we're potentially better at that whereas like earlier in our lives we would have not said anything yeah or i it would have i would have reacted in the same way but now mm -hmm. i'm finding to say like i'm not taking the bait mm -hmm. not engaging in that conversation yeah so yeah, I, yeah. the language is there where you know whether it's just from things like I've, you know, we've read or we've spoken about, like you learn these things also and then add them because it feels, you have to find what feels comfortable also for you to for say. Sure. For sure. Right. And so it was, so yesterday Brock was telling me about, uh, he was recounting a conversation he'd had with someone who was being a little bit wonky. Right. And, and so he was summing it up to make sure that they like this is what you said you're going to do this is what i understand and what is going to happen and so yeah. they're waiting so he was doing that and he said the wrong thing he said so the carpet guy is coming tomorrow and the person's like no 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 and brock he said before i could even he said it came out and i realized that that's not what she had said he said and before i could say like i misspoke and i i, I actually kind of chuckled to myself because that is something that the last few years that I use now it's like I'm sorry I misspoke ah you know, rather than that's not what I meant to say you know you say all of these things around it but yeah it's just, it's just like concise you know mm -hmm. I misspoke wasn't what I meant to say this is mm -hmm. what I meant to say mm -hmm. it doesn't open up for all of this apologies and all of this type of stuff but he said it and I was like, huh, I've never heard you say that before, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was just that he used the same thing. He said, I couldn't even get it out. Of, he goes, you know, you just say it. And then I just say, no, I misspoke. That's not what I meant. Anyways, the person <laughs> had already just taken that and run with it. That's exhausting. Those kinds of conversations are exhausting. Yeah. I mean, I, I find now that I just stopped talking. Yeah. Um, I do too person says are you still there 
<laughs> and sometimes now I'll be like, I just, I'm not sure what you want me to say. I don't know what, you know, I feel like if I say anything at this point, so I'm just listening. Mm, that's good. Right. Because I just, one, don't want to engage in the, and the pointless mm -hmm. exchange that will happen mm -hmm. that will for sure have either me say something I regret saying or that person saying something that is so ludicrous that I just want to go mm -hmm. through the phone and punch them in the face. Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's just skip it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, said, oh, connection's said, bad. Connection's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the elevator. <laughs> I sent, uh, I saw a meme the other day that I sent to my sister-in-law that said it was a like a baby, a picture of baby Yoda. And then at the top, it said meditation. And then underneath it says, because you can't, you can't actually punch someone in the face. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My goodness. So interesting. I'm, I'm excited to go and listen to that podcast and hear it myself yeah 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 i i love abby because she just gets so riled up <laughs> good for good for them for being like you know what we were so excited to talk to you this was like yeah. this was a like a guest that we were really trying to get and we were pumped about it but like no thank you yeah so far from not you know, aligned and they didn't even have it. They were like, we didn't even have to have a discussion about should we, shouldn't we, whatever. But it also shows like, they said like the people we work with are solid people. Like what yeah. would that be saying? Like we didn't even consider that, that we mm -hmm. should because of this person who is, who has written many books. I mean, they went on like this person as the guest and said, I'm so disappointed because we were really looking forward to it, but we're just not going to go forward with it. It's not even a discussion. It's like, no, this is not happening done. today. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Good. Good. I love them. that. I yeah. love that too. I, do. I, I love, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't, shows you. there isn't time. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't time for people in your life that aren't going to, build you up and, and support you and, 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 uh, be kind to the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it also takes a level of confidence. So, right. For sure. To be able to just shut that down because there are all the other people who, who know about the incident and they were super good. They never outed this person. They never anything. Right. Yeah. Um, but Obviously, there will be people in their inner circle that will know. The yeah. people that work for them know. But then there's also the people on the other end. So the people, like the husband, it was a husband and wife. Yeah. And, and the husband, whoever their team is. Up. And their team, exactly. And so you wonder, I mean, it'd be interesting to see whether after some thought, these people reach out to apologize. I don't know. Because if they do, they will, they will for sure share that like you know after this what happened but they were they were like discussing whether it was whose behavior was worse the male the husband for doing it or the wife for sticking up for yeah, him yeah i know they felt that was worse i i also kind of feel that way so they said it would it have then they discussed would it have been different if she had been like why are you speaking to people like that 
I think so. I think if she had said to the husband, you know, why are you speaking to to people like that? You you can't be doing that. I think they probably would have gone ahead with it. Correct. They would have had a lot of respect for that person. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah. I also have been doing some interesting listening this week because okay. I listened to uh, a book that I sent uh, a screenshot yes. of to you because I, I, I think you would really enjoy it. And it's called 4,000 Weeks, Time Management for Mortals by Oliver Berkman. And I heard about it on a podcast that, uh, but I it wasn't like, he was on the podcast talking about his book. Like it was another, a whole other person who was just talking about some of the books that she's read recently that she liked. And this was yeah. one of the books that she mentioned. Okay. And I thought that sounds like a really interesting premise because the premise of the book is that the average person in 2022 has 4,000 weeks to live. Like that's yes. how long the average lifespan is. And, and so the 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 idea is that if you understand time right yeah if you if you work to understand time in a way that is actually understandable that you might prioritize it or use it differently like if you really if you because because he says you know everyone understands what a week is yeah that but like and and so when you say you know you've got four thousand weeks you know you know it's it it sounds like you have all these weeks to do all these things but then we also know that life is really short you know and so it was this it's this whole idea of like understanding the amount of time you actually have and then how do you use it well so okay. so that was sort of how it was painted in this in this podcast when I was listening and I thought, Oh, that sounds interesting. So then I got the book. I started the book. I was like uh, barely into the book. And I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And in fact, it is so much better. Okay. Because pretty much the book started and he's talking about, you know, time management and productivity and, you know, getting, you know, filling your schedules and, you know, doing, you know, you know, trying to get the, you know, the most out of everything, the most out of every moment and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and, and then really he says, you know, this is not a book that is going to give you this, those kinds of strategies. So this is not the book that's going to tell you, you know, how to, you know, fit all the things you have to do into your day or how to, you know, you know, build, you know, 12 new habits by, you know, by next week or, you know, like he's like, that's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like pretty much the strategy that this book is going to tell you that you need to use is to recognize that you simply won't be able to do everything you want in the time that you have. That's the strategy. And, and then each chapter is like a different idea that we have about time and whether that's true or whether that's false and what to do with it. So for example, one of the chapters is all about efficiency 
-hmm. And so he's talking about the efficiency trap. And so he says the efficiency trap is when you get more work done and you're more efficient, you're actually creating more work for yourself to do. So then he gives some specific examples. Okay. Example number one, he says, the more efficient our cleaning tools become, the higher the standard of cleanliness that we carry. So, so he said, you know, when we move from like, let's say uh, brooms to vacuums in the house for keeping our floors clean, He's like, the idea of the vacuum was that it would be so much faster and better and more efficient than the broom. But with that also came a societal expectation that now you had to keep your floor cleaner than you did before. And so you end up spending the same amount of time or even more, to, even though you've got the tools uh, okay. to make it more efficient. Because yeah. you're you're working to a like higher a standard. Level. Yeah. And so the other so I thought that was interesting. The other so, example So it's sort of like replacing your canister with your Dyson. So I will tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> you love vacuuming now and you never have to step on any crumb on the ground with your bare feet. Correct. And it is absolutely worth it <laughs> i just love it i love 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 my dyson um the other example he gave was with email he's like if you respond to every email that you get then, you know, you think to yourself, I'm being super efficient. The email comes in, I right away send a response. But he said, if you do that, what you're actually doing is you're creating the opportunity for more back and forth with the email. Yes. yes. He's like, you actually are being less efficient because you've just created this whole email exchange that if you just waited, you know, yeah. you wouldn't have even had to have that exchange. Yeah. And so, so he's like, this is, it, it, and the whole book is like that. Like, it's like, huh. here's, here's a, a misunderstanding we have about time. Here are a whole bunch of examples. And really what you have to do is recognize that you just can't get everything done that you want to get done in the time that you have. Huh. <laughs> and it all comes back to that, which I just, I mean, I just loved, I just loved it. The whole thing. The, there was another thing. He was talking about, it's called Hofstetter's Law, I think is what it's called. And so he said that this law, this idea is that any task you're planning to tackle is going to take longer than you expect. Even when you take this law into account and give yourself more time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he says, you know, like, if you think this task is going to take you a half hour, it's yeah. going to take you 40 minutes. But if you've got a task that you think is going to take you a half hour, and so you think yeah. to yourself, I'm going to plan for 40 minutes because it's going to take me a little bit longer. Now so it's going to take, you, take you 30 minutes. <laughs> no, now oh, it's going to really? take you. Yes. Oh, my God. This, this, this idea is that however long you plan, it's always going to, you're always going to need more time. Uh, I mean, the, that idea just blew my mind because I think in a lot of cases, 
That's very true. And I think it's true, depending on what the task is, I think it's true for a bunch of different reasons. Mm -hmm. I know for myself, for sure, that if I'm, like, my morning routine, for example, I know that my morning routine takes me, like, a certain amount of time. But if I know that I have more time, all of a sudden, my morning routine that normally takes me this amount of time has now taken me the whole amount of time that I actually had, you know, like, like, I think there is something to it. Hmm. There's something to it. But I think your example for the morning, it just means that, you know, you have extra time. So you don't, you take longer with each task. Right. That's what he's saying though. Yeah. 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 Because like he's that's efficient with the time that you have. Correct. You give your okay, okay. Correct. That's it. That's it exactly, right? Because yeah. because you're you're always going to take the time that you have, mm. right? I mean, <laughs> okay. it really it really was quite fun. And there's there's other there are other little nuggets in there too that I that I wrote down. Like, and it's so there's a whole section about um, you know, would you would you be happier if you had more time? Hmm. Would you actually be happier if you had more time? What do you hmm. think? No, no, I don't. Well, the concept, you, you can't. I mean, everybody has the same amount of time. Correct. So you can't <laughs> so have more time. You can't have more time. Yeah. You can, well, what, I mean, if, if you apply what he's saying, it's like, okay, well, I won't have as many things on the go I'm still going to use that same amount of time, but maybe I'll enjoy the things that I'm doing more mm. because I don't feel so rushed with them. Okay. 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 I, I like okay. that. I right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. His... And then I might be happier. It's not more time. It's better use of my use time. Use of time. things to do. That's it. That's, and th well, that's, that's really, it's things. not even, it's not even that it's a better use of your time. It's that it's less things to do. Yes. And that's yeah. what he's saying, right? Saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what he says about happiness and time, he says, you're, you won't, you won't, you won't necessarily be happier if you have more time, if you, or if you have more free time, or if you yeah. have more downtime, or if you have, you know, you won't necessarily be happier. He said, when you will be happier is if the free time or the downtime that you have syncs up with the free time or the downtime that the people who are closest to you also have. He said, okay. that's what brings happiness. And so he has a whole chapter about syncing and like things, things needing to be in sync, but mostly he's talking about people's time needs yeah. to be in sync. And it reminds me actually of something we were just talking about right before we recorded, you know, about, people within a household and how their time needs to be synced, right? That mm -hmm. if you've got, you know, uh, you know, everyone's eating supper at a certain time, but then someone else, like one family member is never there for that supper because of whatever their, their schedule is. Yeah. Like, that's not, you know, a great home dynamic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there yeah. is something to be said for that too, that, mm -hmm. that the, the way that time will bring you happiness is if you 
if the if you and the people who you are, you are closest to have a schedule or time that is in sync with one another, right? Because yeah. you know, and he and he and the book was written in, the book was published in 2021. So oh, okay. he he mentions several times the pandemic. Yeah, throughout the book and talks about, you know, with the pandemic, with people, you know, seemingly for periods of time, depending on the work that they did, having more time and, you know, when that, when that benefited them and when that actually was more harmful, because he said the other thing that happens is if you have more uh, downtime, but it doesn't sync with anyone who is closer to you, then that increases chances for loneliness and Hmm. other negative feelings like that, right? Because now you've got time that you don't have filled with things, Yeah. but you also don't have people to connect with or to spend that time with and that that can be problematic. Huh. So interesting. It real truly from start yeah. to finish. It was so interesting, and it wasn't the book like when I heard the the girl talking like on the podcast episode that I was listening to. When I heard her talk about the book, I thought, "Oh, that's so interesting," and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be based on how she described mm-hmm. it. It was, but it was better, I think. Huh? Yeah, it's on my holds list now. You. I think you will enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds, it sounds, I, 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 I was barely, I barely started it. And so I'd seen this book before on my Libby because at some point Tim had requested it from my Libby, but I, and so, but I never read it like, because it was, it was his book. And, And, and then, so I didn't realize it was this book, but then when I requested it from the library, I, I recognized the cover. And so I messaged him and said, like, did you read this already? And he said, no, he's like, I never actually got around to reading it. And I was barely, I barely uh, started. I was like, you need to read this because he will eat it up. I look forward to it. Oh my goodness. I was going to tell you okay. what podcast did I listen to? And I was like, oh, I know. Oh, Flightless Bird. Oh yeah, maths. Okay, it's all about language. So I'm surprised I that we haven't it. heard from Tim yet about it. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure we will. It's and it's because the the one host Monica always busts um, David Ferrier's butt about because he calls it maths. Yeah, and she said it's math. It's not maths. Why are you calling it that? Well, in fact, depends on where you live in the world, what you correct. call it. I think only in North America we call it math. That is correct. I think everywhere else in the world they call it maths. Yes. And so then then she was trying to, like, use – actually, David, David actually spoke to someone that, that writes a column, which then I thought I actually meant to write it down because of that. Ooh, that sounds like a fun column, and it's really about language and yeah. the differences why things are certain ways it's kind of like a fun it. type of thing yeah anyway he he's he says yeah but it's mathematics you would say mathematics so Correct. of course it's maths yeah and he said oh okay 
So it's gymnastics, but what does it get shortened to? He says, okay, case in point. <laughs> gyms. <laughs> Not gyms, it's gym. But then Monica was calling um, uh, statistics stat. And they're like, it's not stat, it's stat. Oh, stats, yeah. yeah. So she because, even... Because stat means like... Yes. Immediately. Yes, 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 yes. That's and so funny. there was the whole history of how the S got added on. Oh my goodness, I love this. Yeah, and so I was I was like, oh my gosh, Henny like, and Tim are going to love this. This is... Speak nerd to me. So anyways, you need to listen to that episode. Okay, Sandy, what is the best thing that you ate on your road trip? And don't say it was cheese and meat at the side of the road. <laughs> um, I would I would say, let me think, let me think. I would say we went to like a seafood restaurant right outside of the ocean. And so there, what did we have that we really, really enjoyed? Hmm. I wasn't a fan of the ceviche there. It was done differently. I'm trying to remember what else we ordered. I don't even remember. I would say that the food was disappointing. It was not as good as it is. Okay. Okay. So what was, what's the best thing that you've had, that you've eaten recently that you made? That I have made would be... Oh, this is a trick question because I make lots of good stuff. I would have to oh, say, like, it's not a trick question. You know what? Probably the thing that is like really top of list is the lentils stuffed eggplant. It's so, it is like, and every time it feels like this is so good. And I'm like, I know. And you end up with leftover filling because we only eat like a half of the eggplant each and I just put it in the freezer and then take that out buy an eggplant do it put it in still tastes just as good it is so good and also the the Italian wedding soup that I I want to make sure you that that also top-notch so I yeah I made um a tomato soup oh yeah last week that was so good diced tomatoes but then like you use the immersion blender to blend it all together so it ends up being like a creamy tomato soup it also had a lot of uh pecorino romano cheese in it oh so it was delicious okay pat so you gotta send me the recipe then because i've n- i don't even think i've ever eaten tomato soup it, truly, like the flavor was so so good, and I think I think the recipe called for you to put tortellini in it. Like I think you're supposed to put pasta yeah. in it, and I didn't. No. Um, yeah. I just did the the tomato soup. Oh, it was so good. I think that's the best thing. Although I did make I did make a cottage pie this week that I told you about. Yeah. And the top of it was not just mashed potato. It was half mash, or it was half potato, half cauliflower. Hmm. And it was a real winner. Okay. Yeah. I'm making two ingredient buns tonight. I have not made. The, I couldn't even oh. tell you. Couldn't even oh. tell you when the last time. Oh, well, that will be a. I, hopefully, I was like, hopefully a pleasant surprise. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Hopefully it will be a good remembering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we're having um, chili. And I was thought, oh, I could go and buy 
bread, you know, and cut it for Phil and I'll just have a slice. And then I was like, I don't really want to do that. I'm like, hey, I think I'll make those. Let's see if I remember because I've made them so often that, yeah, you know, anyway, mm. let's see. I've got some roast vegetables and a pork tenderloin that I did in the oven. That's what I'm Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I think it will be. Well, oh my Sandy, goodness. that hour went by so quickly today. It did. An absolute delight to chat with you. You too, friend. And I guess I'll catch you next week. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, as always, you know, so the highlight of my week is having these chats with you. So, bye. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs>